0: Line, base hit right field. M.J. Melendez ties the game on an 0-2 pitch and shows off his plate coverage and hooks it into right for an RBI. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest episode of the Royals Rundown. Here with the Royals recap. It's me, Jake Milham here. Um, first, it is it's late. It is 11-12. PM when I am recording this. So I do apologize if I'm a little slow or slower than usual, that is. But hey, I had to stay up and unfortunately watch the Royals lose on the road to the Texas Rangers. They dropped the game in the 10th inning. They made it interesting, at least. But the final score is not very reflective of that. A five to eight final score. Uh Yeah, it was. That was, I would say that was at least a fun game to watch. We'll talk about some of the highlights, some of the low points of the game. And plus later on, we will have some post game audio from Bally sports. But first we do have to thank Royals review who make this podcast possible. Please go check out Royals review at RoyalsReview.com. Also, you can find them on Twitter and on Facebook. But let's go ahead and roll right into the recap. So, like I said, it ended up being an extra innings game, but man, there was a there was a lot going on in that um, in the first nine innings. Even um, Texas, they did take a pretty pretty commanding early lead. Um, they had what was it? They had like a a three to one lead um, at the end of the third. So that was a little concerning. Jacob deGrom was absolutely dealing for the Rangers against a pretty good, I I would call it a pretty good Royals lineup. Like when I saw the lineup come out this afternoon, I didn't have a whole lot of question marks about it. There was an obvious tactic to who was batting where and things like that. So I was pretty happy to see that. But back to Jacob DeGrom, he went seven innings. He did give up seven hits, so that was a little surprising. Uh, But only two earned runs, no walks, and nine strikeouts. Absolutely did exactly what the Rangers paid him to do. He got that huge contract from that team in the offseason. So, you know, kudos to him. He did everything that, you know, you want from your starting pitcher. But the Royals, they really turned it up. Later on against those relievers, but let's let's run down the the batting lineup and talk about some of the folks who did really good today. And I have to start off with Vinny Pascantino himself. Four four at bats, three hits, a walk, and he was three for three off Degrom himself, which was very very impressive. Um, he was the only batter who was perfect against Degrom, so kudos to Vinny on. I wouldn't call it a, a career night performance, but definitely that is what you want to see your young batter doing. And speaking of young batters got to talk about Bobby Wood jr. He had a multi-hit game. He had two hits. He did have an RBI, which was, you know, he was very excited. Got that, got that uh, dugout pumped up. So good for him. And then frame Reyes is also had a two hit game as well as Kyle Isbell who Golly, man, that that guy was just making plays out in center field. First inning, he had a gem of a diving catch. So, Kyle Isbell, he had himself a game. So, I, I was very, very happy to see that. I know most Royals fans aren't very high on Isbell's long-term ceiling in Kansas City, and, and that's okay. He hasn't really given... I don't like using the word casual, but just kind of the the everyday Royals fan. Like he hasn't given them a whole lot of reason to buy into, Hey, I'm going to be the center fielder of the future, especially when Michael A. Taylor's gone. Now we are seeing Michael A. Taylor out of the picture. We're seeing Isbell in center field almost every day, especially after his return from the paternity list. So, I'm I'm enjoying it so far that the glove has always been there. The bat has been the concern and he has had a couple of good games at the plate this season. Um, his stats do need to do need to bounce back up. But honestly, this uh, this whole Royals batting lineup needs to improve their batting statistics. So I'm not going to not going to put too much on that. Unfortunately, a guy that I do feel like I have to talk about is Michael Massey. Um, Michael Massey, this is his, this was his first was that, appearance on the opening day roster. So he he made his major league debut last year, but I would call this his first season as a major leaguer, and his his bread and butter, his claim to fame is really his, his glove. You know, he won the gold glove at the minor league level a couple of years back, and that has never really regressed. Like that's always been there for him. And he's made several highlight catches so far this year. I do, I do want to make that clear. He is making some very, very difficult plays look routine out there at second base so that is a great sign. I'm sure that has helped out the starting pitching a lot. But the thing is, he just has not been competent at at the plate. It is It has been a struggle for him so far this year. I mean, in, in 11 games, he's got 12 st- strikeouts. He has no walks and only four hits. I I know things are pretty bleak for the Royals offense right now, but a 286 OPS is not going to have people lining up to support you no matter how good your glove is. And then tonight, He did have an RBI. He had a sack fly. So that was some good situational hitting from Massey right there. But he, he led the team in total strikeouts with, with three. And this is not the first multi strikeout game that we've seen from Massey this, this year, or even this series for that matter. He looked very overpowered, even against Heaney. I if you could, if that's how you uh, say his name, correctly he looked overpowered against heaney um he definitely looked overpowered against the texas rangers bullpen and de it was it's just not what you want to see from him i'm sure that there is plenty of time for him to figure out what's going on and all that but I don't know. I feel like there's a short leash on them right now. You have a couple of other guys who can play that position. And I'm not saying that their defense is as good. You know, Nikki Lopez is, is pretty good defensively, but not as good as Massey. And so is Matt Duffy. And I would have more confidence seeing Duffy or Lopez step into the batter's box right now than I would Massey. So that is something. um, If, If push comes to shove, you know, when drew waters comes back, or if the team wants to call up another middle infield prospect, like maybe a, um, a Samad Taylor or a Michael Garcia, Michael Massey might be the guy to go down and just try to regroup himself at the plate ahead of some more action in the 2023 season. So we will keep an eye on that, but, in my opinion, Michael Massey was the low point in the rain in the Royals batting lineup today. Um, but Vinny Pasquantino was really impressive. Bobby Wood Jr. Was very clutch and he looked very good tonight. Um, and then I think the guy that not a lot of the people are going to be talking about, unfortunately is Kyle Isbell. So, Kudos to them. They did hang up five runs on the Rangers, which is, is good. It's not great, but it is better than what we've seen from this team this season. And they also out hit the Rangers 11 to 10 when it was all said and done. So good on them for doing that. Now let's shift over to the pitching. Um, Jordan Lyles. He did give up four earned runs in six and a third innings, but I think that he did what, the Royals would want him to do in that situation. He ate up enough innings. He looked, I mean, when, when runs came in, it was just, it was quick, you know, like it was very systematic scoring from the Rangers. There wasn't a whole lot of boneheaded mistakes by Lyles, which, you know, he is a, he is a veteran guy. You wouldn't expect him to make those boneheaded mistakes, but I, it wasn't frustrating to watch Lyle's work. Like that's kind of four earned runs and six and a third for him is not outside of the realm of possibility. It's not going to do great things for the ERA, of course, but I feel like he gave the Royals a chance and he did because after him, Amir Garrett, Carlos Hernandez, and Rollins Chapman were all lights out between those two. They had two and two thirds pitched, no earned runs, um, only two strikeouts, which isn't great, and two walks, but still they no hits from those three. So after after Lyles came out, the bullpen did exactly what the Royals needed them to do to stay in the game. They shut out the, I would call it the high-powered Rangers lineup. There's there's a lot of good batters in there a lot of big money batters in there as well and i felt pretty comfortable going into extra innings because after you know aroles chapman he he closed it out in the ninth i was like okay so that means yeah that means the next guy has to be scott barlow and you know scott barlow can at least get us through you know, an inning, maybe an inning in the third, something like that we will get up a better matchup. And in my head, I was already planning through to the 11th inning. (laughs) Like, okay, who's going to be the reliever after Barlow and keep it moving, yada, yada, yada. Barlow didn't even make it an inning. It was, he absolutely fell apart. He gave up four runs on two hits. And a home run, a no doubt home run at that to Jonah Heim. So that was just absolutely deflating after the Royals had battled back to be in the game at all. Um, In the top of the ninth, they had like a 26% chance of, of winning the game, which we the the winning percentages by that point have been much worse for the royals so far this season but still things were looking fairly bleak for kansas city and the bats turned it around the bats got it done and scott barlow absolutely just melted down not not what you expect from him at all um I am interested to hop on social media after this because I'm sure there's gonna be several calls to to trade Barlow or you know, figure out you know what was Quatrero thinking in that moment, which I'm sure we're gonna hear from the skipper here later on, courtesy of Bally Sports. I mean, you can't you can't predict stuff like that. You know, I wouldn't have been surprised if Barlow gave up a run with that runner starting on second in extra innings that's that would have been fine in in my opinion but man that that walk off home run was just a a nail in the coffin and really there's a lot of positives that are going to be forgotten about from this game that it, it's going to be unfair for them to be forgotten about but yeah scott barlow just not not his game at all i know i know a lot of fans are going to be frustrated with him but you just keep it moving that's why there's 162 games in a season and you, you can't, even the best teams can't win them all oh but anywho's we will have some post-game audio clips from Bally sports coming up here shortly on the other side of the ad break stay tuned Welcome back to Royals recap for our first clip. Let's go ahead and hear from manager Matt Quatrero.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a, a lot of good things. I mean, battled really hard late in the game, you know, even the eighth inning, <clears throat> cutting into the lead, um, tying it up in the ninth. You know, MJ had had a tough night before that. It was really good to see him, you know, he had lined that one ball to center, but I know he was frustrated with his at-bats and to get the big hit there was huge. Um Good inning from Chapman. You know, what a great play from Bobby there in the ninth. You know, that's a huge out. That ball easily falls in almost all the time. And then, you know, got to give them credit. Hyman had a rough night at the plate, too, and he put together a good at-bat there and got a good pitch to hit in the uh, giving Massey the, the fourth chance there to, to drive one in and coming through for you guys in the tenth, um, how how big was that for him? Yeah, I mean that's yeah, I mean that's a great spot for him. You know, there's no doubt he can hit left handed pitching. I mean we've seen it in spring training, his career path in the minor league, so you know, he just struggled the earlier at-bat against Will Smith. Now, Will Smith's a, a really good Major League reliever that's been in that spot a lot of times and that's not a spot Massey's been in a lot of times. So, I was really happy for him and I was really happy for the team. How
0: about the way the just team responded tonight after a tough game yesterday? They came up showed some fight tonight.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a bunch of good at-bats against probably the best pitcher in baseball. Um, hit some balls hard, made them work Stayed in the game. Jordan pitched his butt off and gave us a chance to win. And, you know, we made some nice plays in the field. There were a lot of really positive things, but just didn't come out with a W. Did you think of Jordan tonight, especially being able to pitch in the Yeah, and w- once, you know, the first couple innings were like 20 pitch innings. And then after that, he hit a groove and really started to get locate his breaking ball and looked really sharp. And like he said, like you said, he he gives you innings. He, he keeps you in the game. He pitches well. He knows what he's doing, and it's really nice to watch.
0: I know you want to be greedy. Eighth and ninth innings, you get first two on, first three on, and you don't get one out of those. It like opportunity for more there.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you capitalize and put a crooked number up, it makes it a lot easier. But you know, you got to give them credit too for pitching out of it. About Massey against Will Smith. How much of the maybe runners in scoring position struggles have to do with kind of that inexperience, I guess, for, for some of those guys in those spots? Yeah, it's hard to say. You know, I mean, you you got to figure runners in scoring position at bats are so volatile. You know, for veteran players too. You know, it, you always remember the ones that don't go your way, but there's plenty of them where they do come through, and there's plenty of guys that are really, really good players that have those streaks with runners in scoring positions. So I, I don't put too much weight just on the inexperience.
0: All right, y'all, it is midnight here. So I'm going to go ahead and call it a night again. Thank you for tuning into today's Royals recap. The Royals did lose eight to five to the Texas Rangers, but a lot of good things like manager Matt Cottero talked about during his segment. If you want to find more post-game audio, please go check out Bally sports, Kansas city's website, or you can find them on their Twitter feed. But again, this is Jacob Milham with the Royal Rundown Podcast. Thank you to Royals Review, and thank you to you listeners out there. And until next time, go Royals!